By now, you've all heard of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, the latest book published by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. It's more than just another wine book. The fully updated second edition was inspired by students of the Vinitali International Academy and painstakingly reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. The benchmark producer's feature is a particularly important aspect of this revised edition. The selection makes it easier for our readers to get their hands on a bottle of wine that truly represents a particular grape or region. To pick up a copy, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Today we travel to Irpinia in inland Campania to meet my guest Silvia Fonzone in Paternopoli, who is going to share with us her family story, tell us about wine, food and life in this beautiful and less well-known part of Campania. Welcome, Sylvia. How are you today? And is the sun shining? Hi. Oh, today not. It's uh, rainy. (laughs) Okay. You're actually in Naples today, is that right? Yes. Today I'm in Naples, uh, and uh, I am um, uh, not so close to Paternopoli, but but, uh, I know that also in Paternopoli today it's rainy. (laughs) It's a rainy day, yeah. Okay. How far is it from Naples to Paternopoli? It's uh, more or less one hour. One hour. One hour, but a different world completely. Yeah, (laughs) it's different, yes, because Naples is on the sea and Paternopoli is in the heart of Irpinia. Uh, So near Avellino, um, in the inner part of Campania. Okay, and it's a really beautiful, majestic land. I've been uh, to Irpinia on a number of occasions, and it's an area that I really, really love. Before our listeners who haven't been there, can you please describe where you are and give us a picture in your minds of the countryside of Irpinia? What is so special about it? Okay, Irpinia is a fantastic land, not only for wines. Uh, you know that uh, in Irpinia we have uh, the three DOCG. We have Taurasi DOCG, Fiano um, di Avellino DOCG, and Greco di Tufo DOCG. So it's very important for wines, but uh, also 
for food and uh, for this beautiful green terroir. No, uh, Irpinia is uh, very special because uh, when you think that you go in south of Italy, uh, you can't imagine this uh, this terroir because uh, it has um, um, hills, mountains, so it's uh, very 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 particular. Okay, yes, it's it is a different world from the coastal Campania. Yes. Uh, and also a very ancient land for wine. This is where grapes, those same grapes you mentioned, which we'll talk about in more detail in a minute, were planted since the time of the ancient Greeks, certainly the Romans. Exactly. Yes. Now, Sylvia, can you tell us about the Fonzone estate and how your family came to create this very special place? It's a beautiful winery. From what I can see, I haven't had the chance to visit you, but I look forward to doing so one day. And I hope that you can come uh, to visit us as soon as possible. Um, our estate, as I was telling you, is located in uh, Paternopoli, in the DOCG area. And uh, our estate was founded from my um, father-in-law in 2005. I used to say that uh, we choose the uh, to make wine and uh, to do this uh, work. Uh, this is a story for us, is a, a story, a family story, but uh, a love story and especially a story of passion for wines and particularly for the wines of uh, Irpinia, of this land. Okay, so the family began the winery in 2005, did you say? Yeah. And why Why? Why did uh, the family decide to go into wine? Uh, my father-in-law, Lorenzo Fonzone, in 2005 uh, founded the estate um, and uh, he's a doctor and uh, he always uh, told us when I will uh, finish with my work, my, my dream is uh, to make wine and um, he he decided so in 2005 to start uh, with um, uh, with the state and um, he founded this fantastic hill uh, in Paternopoli and um, there 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 were nothing the 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 plant, we, we planted the vineyards in 2005 and our first wine in market was in 2011 okay so this has been a big family project then yeah a big family project and uh, every one of us uh, uh, work uh, in the in the estate uh, and everyone has a role a specific role okay well let's first talk about viticulture one aim of the fonzone estate is to grow grapes as sustainably as possible that was always a uh, central to the philosophy yeah the sustainability uh, is uh, our central philosophy uh, you know we are working a lot uh, to have also the um, biodynamic certification and i hope that uh, we will have it uh, in uh, uh, one year okay why is biodynamics important to you Oh, you know that uh, our enologist, uh, Luca D'Atoma, he is our enologist uh, from uh, 2019, and uh, he, he works in this way. 
We have uh, always had uh, a big attention in sustainability, but with him, we are working a lot uh, in this direction of uh, biodynamic. Okay, Luca D'Atomo, one of the great winemakers of Italy, so he's a very uh, uh, highly respected enologist. Yeah. And uh, we started uh, a great work with him because uh, uh, we changed uh, a lot uh, our um, our kind of vinification uh, because uh, you know um, we firstly used the only barrique and inox and uh, with Luca we started to use uh, also large barrel and amphor and we started with maceration so for us uh, was uh, 2019 was uh, a, um, a great year of changing okay so a change in in direction to produce wines that I guess would be more expressive of the territory? Yeah, because, you know, uh, we always say that uh, we are happy when the when someone that tastes our wine tells us, uh, oh, wow, this is Tarazi, this is Ayanico, I can feel Irpinia in this glass, no? And I think that uh, with this kind of vinification, um, you can feel better the grape uh, and, and the land in the wines. Okay, so really trying to give that taste of Irpinia in a glass. Yeah. Now, Sylvia, let's first of all turn to the white grape varieties you grow. Three historic varieties, Greco, Fiano, and Falandina. Can you perhaps help our listeners to distinguish between them? What are the main characteristics of each of these great historic white grape varieties. Okay, uh, these three kind of um, varieties are um, uh, different because you know are different in in um, in in flavor and in taste. The, for Fiano, you know, the area, the DOCG area are um, so close to each other, but so different. Irpinia is um, is fantastic because uh, in each grape you can find the different terroir. Um, for example, uh, our Fiano, our estate of Fiano is of course in Fiano di OCG area, and is in uh, we have hectares in Parolise and in San Potito. And for Greco di Tufo, we are in Alta Villa Irpina and Montefusco. Uh, you know that the ground is very different. Uh, in in uh, the state of Fiano, uh, in the hectares of Fiano, we have uh, uh, argilla and sable. Okay, so clay and sand. Clay and sand, yeah. Then for Greco di Tufo, we have uh, clay, but with uh, uh, tufo and uh, tufo sediments. You know, and so are very, very different. And in the grapes and the taste of wine, you can feel uh, this different uh, terroir. Um, for Falangina, uh, you know, Falangina for us is uh, Irpinia Falangina Doc, so it's not uh, a DOCG. And our uh, Falangina comes from two hectares two hectares that we have in the estate of Paternopoli, so in terroir of red wine. Okay, and in terms of the flavor characteristics, how would you say Greco, Fiano, and Fanangina are? How do they taste? Italian Wine Podcast. If you think you love wine as much as we do, then give us a like. 
and a follow anywhere you get your pods. Oh, they are different because, you know, I think that um, I always say that when you taste uh, um, a, a wine from south of Italy, you imagine a wine that comes from a uh, hot weather area. But in Irpinia, as I was telling you, it's not like this, no, because of these mountains and the hills and uh, for um, the, the climate is uh, it's very particular because we have a lot of uh, uh, climate excursion, no, in the in, in the in summer, for example, in the morning is very hot, but uh, in the evening uh, the temperature goes down of 10 degrees. So also in August you have uh, to wear something warm no and uh, in wines you can feel it because uh, you know the wines of this area are famous for their minerality and uh, acidity no for this kind of uh, structure but uh, they are very different because uh, their flavor their uh, their flavor and their taste is different is different because uh, greco di tufo you know uh, is uh, the one of the three that is more vertical and uh, he has uh, a very very good acidity and the minerality and uh, you when you taste the greco di tufo you you can't be wrong you say okay this is greco di tufo no for this uh, uh, this is uh, his particular you know um, uh, fiano i think that uh, uh, as uh, uh, we can say also uh, uh, an elegant nose, uh, elegant flavor is uh, complex. Perhaps more richer in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also more floral, no, nose. Uh, so I think that is a, a very different taste. I always say that um, each of them has uh, uh, their estimator, their their fun. No, the, I say, when I speak, maybe at fair with the people, say, no, I love Greco, I love Greco, or I love Fiano. No, <laughs> they have a different public. <laughs> and Fanandina. And Falangina, Falangina, uh, you know, Falangina is um, very uh, typical, no, from uh, from sud- uh, south of Italy. Also, if in Irpinia it's not a DOCG, we decided we decided to planted uh, to plant Falangina um, because we uh, really love this kind of grape, no, and we decided to make a wine that. Uh, uh, you know, when uh, you produce a DOCG, you um, k- you have to keep attention uh, uh, at the disciplinary, you know. And for Falangina, we um, can say that uh, we were free uh, to do a white wine as uh, we as we wanted, you no. Know? And with Falangina, we started with uh, amph- with the maceration in amphora, and uh, also to use uh, some kind of uh, of wood, you no. Know? We okay, uh, let's try the barrique or or tonneau or a big barrel. Uh, so uh, we started to um, to work with Falangina. Uh, I think in. Uh, uh, 2011, and um, it, it, it was uh, an hard work, you know, because 
because they always told us, uh, um, but if you have uh, uh, the 3D OCG, why produce also phalangina? No? Why do you want to produce phalangina? But uh, we, we have the, a passion for this kind of grape. And now uh, our crew of phalangina le mattine is one of our first representative wine of uh, our estate. Okay, so that's a very, very good overview of those three important white wines that you produce. Let's turn to Alianico in the production of a great red wine, Torazi. Okay. In uh, Paternopoli, uh, we had uh, 30 hectares, of which 18 um, are planted of Ayanico. Uh, and with this Ayanico, we produce uh, three kinds of wine. We produce uh, Taurasi DOCG Reserva, Scorza Galline. Um, uh, we produce Campi Taurasini and our Rosato. All the three wines are um, made with Ayanico impurity. The characteristic of Ayanico is uh, the tannin, and you know that uh, the tannin helps you to work uh, with wine. Why? Because uh, the tannin helps you to have um, a long life wine. Um, for example, I can tell you that uh, our Taurasi on, uh, on market now is uh, uh, 2015. Uh, and you know that he, if you taste our Taurasi, he is a young boy, no? And I always say that is, this is for 10, no? That helps you a lot. Yes, that's a very, very good explanation. Alianica, one of the truly great wines of um, of grape varieties of Campania, indeed of Italy, along with Nebbiolo, Sangiovese, and Nerello Mascalese, I would say, in my view. So great wines are produced, especially in Torazi, as well as a little bit to the north of you in, in uh, Taborno as well. But uh, I'm a big fan of the Alianica wines. Now, all of your wines, Silvia, are wines that are really meant to be enjoyed with food. Let's let's turn to the gastronomy of Irpinia. Uh, okay, oh, wow. <laughs> um, gastronomy of Irpinia is fantastic. It is uh, a gastronomy made of a lot of uh, vegetable. You know that uh, in Irpinia, especially in Paternopoli, we have uh, slow food, uh, um, broccolo aprilatico, that is uh, a very, very particular vegetable uh, that uh, is uh, only in Paternopoli. In Italy, you can find it only in Paternopoli, you know? So the food is protecting this kind of variety. Oh, what is the name of that? Broccolo aprilatico. And how do you eat that? How do you enjoy that? Okay, this is a, a broccolo that comes out in April, you know? And is, uh, um, it's, it's strange because broccolo is, uh, uh, is a winter vegetable, we can say, you no? Know? And this comes out in April. And this is uh, good with, uh, has side as uh, meat, 
meat with meat or pasta and you know that Irpinia is famous uh, uh, for um, handmade pasta and also uh, of course for meat and cheese uh, we have Carmasciano that is a very very a very famous cheese from Irpinia and what wine would go well with that cheese okay with that cheese uh, I suggest to uh, drink Sequoia that is uh, our Fiano DOCG reserve and with Torazi, you would be having meats and grilled meats, yeah. roast meats, or or game. Yeah, you know, Taurasi and Ayanico is a, a good structured wine, so I think that it's perfect uh, in match with uh, with meat and vegetables also. Okay, are there any other um, particular dishes, piatti tipici of of your area that a visitor should make sure they sample when they come to your area? Oh, they, they uh, as I was telling you, you they are famous for um, handmade pasta and uh, uh, ravioli is a kind of handmade pasta that is uh, very good in this area and they have to taste it. Con che tipo di sugo? With what sauce would you have on that? Um, we used to eat uh, with, um, in, I always say with um, tomatoes. I, I love it with tomatoes, no? Tomato sausages. And, um, but um, all, uh, they always cook it with the butter, no? Oh. In white. Mm. Now, um, from uh, what I can see, your winery is very modern, very beautifully equipped, um, and, and it fits in wonderfully with the countryside. It almost blends in with, with the hills. What about visitors? Do you welcome visitors and do you offer wine hospitality? Yes, so we used to organize a private testing and uh, uh, we used to invite some chef of the area. There are a lot of good chefs and also young guys that are uh, studying a lot no, to become famous chefs. And um, I love to pair our wine with the food of uh, this land. No, um, I think that uh, the food helps the wine and the wine helps the food. No, So um, um, we invite some different chefs. Uh, in uh, every tasting, there is uh, one different different, you know, to let them uh, also to have a visibility, you know, and um, we, we organize this private uh, uh, testing and uh, I'm ha very happy that people come to our estate uh, to taste wine, but also to discover the land, you know, to discover Irpinia. Yes, I think that's very important. It's, uh, it's a place that should be discovered. Uh, as I say, it's not as well known as coastal Campania, of course, but uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful area that I have enjoyed visiting, and I hope I can visit the Fonzone estate. I really hope to. Sylvia, thank you so much for being my guest today. It's been a real pleasure meeting you here, and I hope that you have a, a good start to the 2023, and I hope that we can meet perhaps in Paternopoli, perhaps in Vinitali, but sometime soon. Thank you to you, Mark. It has been a pleasure for me uh, to speak about our estate. Thank you very much. Thank you. Grazie e a presto. Goodbye. Grazie. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Please remember to like, share and subscribe right here or wherever you get your pods. Likewise, you can visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Until next time, chin chin.